listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Foot on the devil's neck till it drift to Pangea. I'm moving on my family from Chatham to Zambia. Treat the demons just like Pam. I mean, I fuck with your friends, but damn, Gina. Been this way since Arthur was Aunt Eda. Now they want to hit me with the woo-wop, the bam. Trying to snap photos with fam Leah. My daughter look just like Sia. You can't see her. You can feel the lyrics, the spirit coming in braille. Tell me another underground. Come on, follow the trail. I made Sandy Kennedy. I'm never going to hell. I met Kanye West. So I'm never going to fail. He said, let's do a good ass job with Chance 3. I hear you got to sell it to snatch the Grammy. Let's make it so free and the bar so hard that it's only one gosh darn part you can't tweet. This is my part. Nobody else speak. This is my part. Nobody else speak this little light of mine glory be to god yeah hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house yes we are on a oscar so white sunday <laughs> yeah no, apparently so there's a lot of things going on tonight there's <laughs> a lot of things going oscar on tonight. going so white i mean oscar going so white yeah well shit it is going, <laughs> it so, is white. going so white <laughs> but oscar so white the oscar goes too <laughs> yeah, yeah a white person it there goes go. hard to a white person <laughs> <laughs> also uh you know walking dead episode three of the second half of the season yeah and they're also doing a uh thing in flint, flint yeah yep. uh evie duvernay and many other talented black people made raising money for flint tonight mm-hmm. um just a lot of i think there's a live tweet going on so of the wood of the wood mm-hmm. so if you don't want to watch the oscar you can watch that uh live tweeted with everybody um yeah, it's a lot of stuff to do tonight sure everybody be playing chris rock's monologue uh tomorrow <laughs> on repeats <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'll i'll catch that on youtube or something somewhere oh, um yeah. and uh yeah so just a lot of a lot of options tonight for things to watch and things to do man uh also neither here nor there uh uh not really related to anything but uh steph curry um i can't support him no more i'm pretty sure he sold his soul to the devil so he um, did not i'm pretty sure he did <laughs> Balling. you didn't even watch the game no i didn't but i seen it because that nigga broke his own record he's yeah. like uh in the top six he's four of the top six in all times three <laughs> and all time three pointers in a single game i mean mm-hmm. in a single season they ain't nothing but the work of say hey it hurts to say that's my friend you know that's my dog i played ball with him but uh after last night uh it's clear it's clear that he sold his soul to the devil he shot up with some new ankles and uh impossible to miss three <laughs> he shot up he shot a last second shot in overtime from what was it almost the other damn basket and hit it and won the game yeah i'm pretty sure he was wearing uh little bow wow shoes from like mike <laughs> did he go super saiyan i see people putting super saiyan this is not fair what's going <laughs> he on he is there. killing them I mean, if you, I mean, if you're not even going to attempt to like try to make the game fair, then I don't think you should be allowed to play. Is, is he playing on a harder level than everybody else? I think he's playing on an easier level. He turned, he turned the NBA difficulty down to, <laughs> to rookie mode. Like me. I don't appreciate this. He shit was like, stuff. what is the simplest mode? I mean, that's what I do. I, I play the simplest modes on games. Fuck that. Yeah. That's, I'm that's not here I mean. to have fun. That's what he like. I'm not here to have fun. What y'all doing with y'all levels cranked up? yeah so it's just you know i find it amazing that you know people are uh people are supporting the devil by by letting steph curry <laughs> do what he's doing i guess i am because he is balling and i'm here for it um uh, anyway today is another <laughs> episode where you can 
do stuff like uh support the show by leaving five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today marks day 438 the bobby has been locked up in jail could get mm-hmm. his bail reduced free bobby man mm-hmm and uh, we got uh all kinds of sponsors we got three today this podcast brought to you by shadow dog productions the rod and karen audio play sunspot and ratchetness you've heard so much about isn't just on itunes oh shit if you hate itunes and will never give them one of your dollars you can also buy from amazon.com with the link uh well i got the link right here but i'll just tell you uh before i put the link on the website just search the black uh just search um sunspot and other ratchetness and it'll come up mm-hmm. you know uh you can also search our names roderick morrow and it'll come up and boom there you go go buy it uh and i think they get more money if you buy it off amazon anyway mm-hmm. you know shout out to taylor swift uh apple be getting that money all right um all right what else did we want to talk about we have other sponsors today's episode is also brought to you by bevel mm-hmm. that's right y'all today's episode is brought to you by bevel the people that care about your face and your skin right get your hair follicles information in this black history month i say you go out there and you go to getbevel.com and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month with your coarse hair and your curly hair and your sensitive skin step up your shave game okay it's black history month it is you ain't stepped up your shave game yet today the last day be great right you ain't, ain't no more ain't no more after this we go right back to uh being being niggas again this is yes we do is, this is all we got y'all i'm gonna need all y'all we to got. they're they gonna take us off of the uh mcdonald flyers you know how you when you mm-hmm. eat in mcdonald's and you you you, you put your uh, hash brown down all the little mats that talk about Martin luther king and stuff that shit gonna be gone tomorrow so we need y'all to uh to handle this man so. we do uh also we have a sexier sponsor let me play some sexier music listen guys all right i know that y'all are out here trying to be sexy and grown and you know who wants to help you be sexy and grown adam and eve Mm-hmm. adam and eve is trying to help you with 10 free items that's right they want to send you a whole kit baby and in this kit the first thing they got is a sexy little surprise for her they also got something for him plus something that y'all both enjoy and it comes with six count them six dvds y'all you know professional movies you don't have to worry about you know uh anybody walking in off the set right light going off nope you know uh you don't have to worry about that that horrible part where like you know you y'all, y'all be watching porn and then like you know like the air conditioning come on and it just ruined all the sound you're like damn y'all couldn't yep. 
like who was in charge of that well adam and eve has people in charge of that kind of shit y'all yeah they do you know no more tvs coming on in the background you like what you trying to watch people have sex but you also interested to see what's coming on the news too it's, it's, it's a difficult choice with your meat in your hands <laughs> you, you trying to see if they was the daddy all right so if you act now you will get these 10 free gifts oh that's only nine you say well the 10th gift is free shipping so all you got to do is go to adamandeve.com and select any one item could be a adventurous new uh toy could be a sex piece of lingerie uh, it could be like some paddles and stuff. Maybe you want to spank that ass. I don't know what you into. Ah! I'm not judging you. Or spank that monkey. Right. I'm not into you. I'm not into that. I'm not judging you. But whatever you get, use code TBGWT at checkout and you'll get your free romance kit, your 10 free items, your free shipping. AdamandEve.com code TBGWT. Play me out, Erica. No, you know. Oh, that album goes. Can't believe it took me so long to discover that. Um, anyway, um, I guess we can get into all kinds of news and shit. Okay. Um, I don't, a lot of shit happening. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll start with MHP. Okay. Cause you know, I also had a pretty big news week yes you did <laughs> yes you did i you know me as a non-family i don't know anything about that and shout out to some of the other people who uh tweets and stuff was attached you know y'all 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 roger was rubbing up on y'all i was everywhere yes was, you was this is crazy and didn't mean to and the sad part about it is i was right beside you and i didn't even know yeah karen don't be paying no attention y'all yep. i'll be like man when she figured this out in a few days yeah <laughs> She might be impressed. And I'm on the show. Um, so Melissa Harris Perry basically um quit MSNBC. She yeah, walked off her show. She did. Now, um, this is a kind of a complex situation, but I will start with um ever since the Dolezal interview, I know people have been kind of off of MHP publicly. I don't know what people do privately. privately. I haven't seen her ratings numbers from my understanding they didn't really fall off so mm-hmm. so people still been watching they just might not have been on social media about it yeah so it could be possible that people were watching and not tweeting right um it could also be possible that people uh and the other thing the other another reason people won't want to uh don't always want to um tweet about that shit is because i ain't trying to motherfucking argue with some shit that i like right and you, you know? have trolls or people did just just like fuck her and you're tweeting and trying to enjoy the show and all of a sudden your timeline is full with assholes now yeah. all i'm not assholes but uh, with a lot of my assholes and, and obviously there were some people that didn't like her probably the whole time or right. didn't like something else she said or just kind of waiting to pounce i mean that's anybody popular there's already a, that pushback anyway so so you know there's and there you know i've seen people that have a different opinion of her different history with her so they talk about her much differently you know um so i can definitely understand why people would be like you know okay she fucked up now's my chance so anytime i see her name i'm about to make jokes and and talk shit about her you know i I, 
even in the wake of this news i saw people some people still talking shit so it, you know it which is fucked up because you know this this news is pretty bad mm-hmm. right and i think my thing is that the the people that are like still enjoy her show uh is one of those things where a lot of people feel like if i don't like it why you like it she hurt my feelings so fuck everything about her and why are you still there and it's one of those things where like i understand you don't like it but don't come over here and my mentions harassing me because it's some shit that i like and you don't i really don't care about your opinion but you know everybody feel like they need to do that but the sad the 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 the, the funny part about it is that most people that didn't like it just stopped tweeting and went on about their business you just had a handful of people that were harassing yeah and more important than uh than anything else in my opinion um she put on so many people yes she did that you wouldn't have known otherwise it's just not you know people that i just thought thought of or knew from twitter you know people that you know a lot of people would have not seen as credible even though their work was credible and the things they talked about were credible and the things they talked about were very specific but she and her staff endeavored to get originators of content they endeavored to get people who started hashtags and trends on twitter rather than mm-hmm. sit around and discuss them without them being there and whenever right. they didn't they were always criticized on twitter for it and you know typically they either respond in fashion where they try to get the people or whatever um now i'm sure at some point especially at the dolezal interview who knows if she even looked at her tweets you know because right at that point it, it was you know pretty bad like everything she did or said people were going after her but and and you know and i also uh i i was very disappointed with her dolo's out interview Me too. You know, i think a lot of people were right um reasonably so like yeah. i don't you know i i don't think it was a throw the baby out with the bath order type situation mm-hmm. but some for some people it was right. but for me it was just kind of like yo it's it's incredibly disheartening because she seems to go out for blackness and black women so much and then in that one interview it's like she completely gave the sympathetic pass to this white woman who was just making a mockery of blackness you know right Um, and i think for a lot of people particularly black women i think with the whole richard dolezal thing they were very very upset and disappointed all the interviews prior to this one mm -hmm. and they felt like well i know you know almost like they had faith in her i know you ain't gonna let this slide i know you're gonna call out it was like a heavyweight fight it was because you know she had done interviews with other people um as far as dolas out had and but but people was waiting on that nerd land that that mm-hmm. you know that 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 mhp everybody was like sitting on a couch with popcorn and when this felt like a softball interview yeah people was mad you yeah. know what i mean it, it is what it is man I'm, yeah, like it's, it's no way to too. yeah it's no way like because some people tried to pull the oh see this was wrong with black people just throwing people out. i'm like nah this was first of all this wasn't black people that that made these decisions to 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 that led to her leaving her show nope second of all um that's not what's wrong with black people black people are extremely loyal <laughs> like yeah. you know what i mean like yeah, in sometimes general, to a fault but yes yeah like in general they were there's still a motherfucker watching don lemon somewhere going this gonna be the week he takes off the mask and finally reveals right. his true niggerness like nah man it's like black people are loyal as fuck um also she you know really super served a community of people that you know in the mostly white run media landscape doesn't get recognition so you know when you look on there and you see 
Feminista Jones or Jamila Lemieux or Elon James White or Eljoy Williams or, you know, people that, you know, typically when you turn on a news channel, you don't get to see these people. And then not just having typical discussions, but trying to have like nuanced, in-depth discussions about different things. Now, TV is still a format. It has its limits and stuff. I, I mean, you know, it's not like a podcast where she could just be like, let's just talk for two hours about one thing. But she did a great job within that format. And I say that as a person that, you know, we normally record during this time, so we weren't even able to see all her shows. Nope. So I just say it as a person that caught her show a few times and was like, this woman is good at her job, and boom, that's it, right? Yeah, and also, uh, I don't remember who she spoke to, but, you know, when she first got the show, she did a lot of circus, and she was in, she felt she felt like it was a lot of pressure. You know, she could handle it, but, you know, she was saying that, you know, people come and tell her, like, don't, you know, don't let the community down. And, you know, and it's one of those things where, to an extent, even we want to put black people in a box and want you to be the voice of all of us sometimes, even directly or indirectly. Even if we don't mean to, that's almost we putting that unnecessary pressure on people when they, when we're not a monolith. We know we're not a monolith. We know that she doesn't represent everybody. Right, right. And, that, I mean, that's always the pressure of being black is – a lot there's a lot of pressure to fall in line and be in tune with every situation and 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 be along the you know the lines of everybody else but then there's also this this pressure from outside so it's just like your opinion represents all black people and both of those are kind of negative things um no no one person should have to take on the brunt of you know blackness by themselves right but um even with that she did such a great job reaching out to people putting people on voices that needed a bigger platform but weren't getting it you know um yeah, and voices that were easy to dismiss when people could just say stuff like well it's just twitter right right you know like she made those people uh appear in places where you had to give them recognition for their uh accomplishments yes i agree and also um uh speaking of twitter the thing about it she she i don't want to say she gave validation to black twitter but it was one of those things where a lot of their stuff was based on quote-unquote current events and not the white current events but a lot of current events that actually happened on twitter because a lot of the mainstream media will ignore a lot of shit so she brought a lot of shit to the forefront that may have happened on uh social media that everybody else was ignoring but it meant something to brown people yeah you can't deny the integrity of a show no it's just i, I like and i you can have a lot of issues with her you can all this right. shit some people have personal issues and shit i don't think there's any way you can deny the integrity of her product period true and also she covered a lot of lgbtq issues too yeah i mean mm -hmm. like i said it's period it wasn't just blackness like mm -hmm. i said she went and found the originators of things she went and found voices that just weren't often heard like you know i saw and and i mean part of this is being anyone that tries to put on for liberal shit is like at the end of the day uh liberal people cannibalize their own anyway yeah so you like because nobody's perfect and there's a whole gang of folks that just can't wait to point out where you're not perfect like that's kind of how they get their attention and she really took a lot of it in stride and you know like was thankful for the criticism and shit which is something i don't think i'm ever reaching that level but she no but no, she was really no. good at that um and like adjusting and trying to do better all the time and stuff and um you know i would see you know like it's kind of difficult when your fans are 
about being hypercritical and you know like always taking shit down because you're going to fuck up and at some point that focus is going to be on you and i've seen folks do you know do things to her where where it's like oh she went out and got this person that's not good enough she should have got this person you know and it's like you know but even through all that she still maintained what i believe was integrity and still was able to um adjust and try to do better but it's you know it's just a very difficult it's a high wire act is what she was running anyway in the first place is you know the difficulties of that show and that fan base is you know not very many people can make it there you know true and i think uh for me when it comes to a lot of the things that she did particularly the criticism it's one of those things where because so many people feel like their point is valid even when it's not and it's one of those things where you have to kind of decipher and shift through that so it's one of those things where yeah you learn and you grow but yeah i'm like you i'm it comes to a point where you have to do what you want to do regardless of the criticisms yeah because nobody's perfect it's always Correct. always some of it like in the thing that i think more than anything that aided in the uh kind of public turning on her um you know even more than the dollars out shit was at some point her platform became one that people realized was attainable like i can be on this show if i play my cards right and i you know i and i talk about certain issues that these are people that are paying attention to what twitter's talking about Mm -hmm. i can find a way to be on this show and at some point she becomes the gatekeeper for a lot of people right or a symbol of the gatekeeper which is you know unfair in my opinion because you know obviously she's a person trying to put on for a lot of people for different cultures and there's literally not enough time like we have a show five days a week there's not enough time to get everybody we'd like to have on the show Mm -mm. uh i can't even imagine running a tv production where you need to fly people in sometimes and shit can't even imagine you know the decisions that come down to like okay we can get this person or we can get that person and meanwhile on the internet everybody's like why didn't they send so-and-so maybe they asked so-and-so and they couldn't make it you know yeah, maybe maybe they never heard of so-and-so because everybody assumes that everybody knows everybody but everybody don't know everybody and they don't right. know what everybody does well my point being uh my point my point being just that she becomes symbolic of that gatekeeper to a lot of people and yeah a, a lot of people they do want to be on tv and get that credit and get those props and there's also this idea that somehow being on tv is gonna like help make or break you um which you know to i would say is vastly overrated but at the Mm -hmm. same time if it still validates what you believe in and stuff there shouldn't there's nothing wrong with that you know representation matters but it's just funny because she became that gatekeeper to a lot of people whether she wanted to be or not and i really think a lot of it was on some like jealous shit too because it was like well i ain't been on there but she had so-and-so on there and i don't even fuck with so-and-so but they got she was on there like i should be on there you know like i feel like a lot of that kind of shit goes on behind the scenes too so um i wasn't too shocked when um like i wasn't shocked at all when the people flipped on her about dollars out i was shocked at the staying power of people being mad like you know what i mean like when it's months later and people still mad people like i don't fuck with her at all i don't tweet about it i don't watch it um that's when you knew it was serious and you knew it had to be more than just one interview it had to be you know people felt betrayed on a on a, on a deeper level um yeah yeah be- yeah and and a lot of it a lot of it particularly i can't speak 
for any other group, but particularly for black women, because it's one of those things where it was, it's like we don't get these platforms, period, a lot of the times. Brown people, black, particularly brown women, don't get these platforms. And you got this platform, and you, to an extent, as far as Rock Wilkerson, you wouldn't up there cooning it up. You wouldn't out there kissing the white man's ass. You were speaking about our issues. You were speaking about these things. You were speaking about um, issues directly affecting black women, poverty, and, you know, uh, women's right and all this stuff. And for a lot of black women, they felt, like you say, the betray, and the betray cut deeper, I feel like, in black women than any other demographic. Because for a lot of them, it was a real hurt, like, how how could you do this to me? Like, a lot of people really took it personally. How could you go out there and do this to me? You know, because the way I feel about her, you know, stripping me of my humanity and stripping me of the color of my skin and claiming to be me and you not do what I thought you were supposed to do as far as go out there and challenge her, go out there and call on her bullshit, and you didn't. So I feel hurt and betrayed, and it was a very, very personal for a lot of women. And one of those things is that when it cut like that, a lot of, a lot of people, they don't shake it off easy. They don't shake it off fast. And some people never shake it off. Some people at that moment was still on a, a fuck you bitch and I'm out. And they was like, I never return. And is a lot of the argument, uh, with her leaving comes from these hurt people coming. And instead of looking beyond their pain and saying, that's still fucked up what they did to her. They went, well, fuck you. You deserve it. You hurt my feelings. I don't care anything about you. And that's irrational and illogical. I understand people are hurt, but at the same time, when it comes to these things, you need to separate your personal feelings from the situation because that incident did not cause, uh, these, uh, the issue that she's going through right now, but like I said, when people hurt, they don't really give a fuck about the consequences that happen to you because they're looking through their pain. Yeah. Um, yeah, people was hurt. Right. You know, um, and like I said, I will trace a lot of it back to that, that one interview. Right. But, um, you know, end of the day, she still did so much greatness for people, you know, so, um, it's hard to reconcile that one moment being the moment that people went fuck her i'm done with her forever right and the but but then looking at the platform of her showing how i put people on it's kind of hard to just be like both of those things are the same like yeah fuck her i don't now i no longer care that you know she's bringing on people that you know from our community (laughs) that need to be heard like that didn't make sense to me but but like i said at the same time i was not necessarily one of the viewers so i can't really say you know what i mean like I was always working during that time, so, uh, you know, if I would catch something, it'd be a highlight, a clip, or, you know, if I could record an episode, if I knew someone I, that was coming on or something, but it wasn't like I religiously watched it, but yeah, I did notice that the hashtag kind of took a hit and disappeared from the timeline as far as my timeline was concerned. Me too, because cause she did Saturday morning and Sunday morning for about two, three hours at 10 a.m. We you know, Y'all know we normally record around that time, so for us, you would see it up and down your hash up and down your twitter timeline i know i did and all of a sudden it slowly just disappeared to where actually i didn't even know when the show came on or if the show came on anymore well part of that was the show stopped coming on um sometimes because apparently msnbc was preempting it so they were moving the show around um which uh you know which obviously would affect when people live tweet it because ain't no show to tweet true so uh she walked off of her msnbc show msnbc show because uh it got so many pre got preempted so many times um 
in an unusually public flare-up one of msnbc's television personalities clashed with the network on friday in a dispute about airtime and editorial freedom and said she was refusing to host a show that bears her name this weekend the host melissa harris perry wrote in an email to her co-workers this week that the show had effectively been taken away from her and that she felt worthless in the eyes of nbc news executives who are restructuring msnbc yeah um uh, i haven't really watched msnbc in a while Me um like there's been nothing i've watched on there mm-hmm. that's the liberal news channel quote unquote like that's the best they got to offer <laughs> is msnbc like fox is unwatchable cnn is a joke uh msnbc has like mad al now that's like that's like it you know what i mean for shit that people would might consider watching um and don't write in with your personal problems about matter i don't know and i don't care right um so but it's just funny um because i would turn it there sometimes and i just be like this is what passes for fair or liberal news at all like people call this liberal it's not even like fair it's just Mm-mm. you know it's the same shit it's the same let's bring on uh, uh, uh two people to argue about a black person being shot by a cop let's you know let's 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 uh, let's say oh let's talk about how uh, a bernie is better than hillary or hillary is better than bernie or you know like it's just the same shit as all the other shows um and uh, and they have like the shows like morning joe where they support trump and you know like it's like it's very much just a a bullshit channel anyway and pretty much if it wasn't nerdland what was the point of watching anything on there in the first place right um but um she wrote a email which i'll read uh in a second to her staff basically um and she basically said they got sidelined you know she said um uh she had received no word about whether her show which runs from 10 a.m to noon on saturdays and sundays had been canceled but she said she was frustrated that her time slot had faced preemptions for coverage of the presidential election she said she had not appeared on the network at all for weeks and that she was mostly sidelined during the recent election coverage in south carolina and new hampshire uh don't forget she was in all these hotels and stuff in iowa she got threatened by a dude mm-hmm. in front of her class like this like this is you know th- like why go through all that to just get disrespected every weekend Come on now. you know what i mean i understand i understand if that 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 anger man because that's not right you know and the thing is like you got a staff so it's not just her you're affecting it's like a whole crew of people you have a staff you have a crew you have writers producers makeup like it's is a lot of people that come in to work and be like well we hope we get on the air today that shit get old she said i don't know if there's a person a personal racial component i don't think anyone is doing something mean to me because i'm a black person an NBC News spokesman said in the statement, in this exciting and unpredictable presidential primary season, many of our daytime programs have been temporarily upended by breaking political coverage, including MHP. This reaction is really surprising, confusing, and disappointing. Um, for MSNBC, this is an unwelcome news during the heated election last year after a schedule involving Brian Williams, Mr. Lack, the former head of NBC News, was brought uh, was brought back to run the news division, and one of his chief missions was to fix the ailing MSNBC, which significantly trails Fox News and CNN in viewership. In the last few months, Mr. Lack has steered MSNBC away from its liberal identity and had round-the-clock election coverage, including reintroducing uh, Mr. Williams as co-anchor on primary nights, not strong rating gains year over year in the mornings and afternoons. So they brought back that liar Brian Williams and mm-hmm. said, hey, let's preempt MHP. 
um so yes because we don't feel like whatever she's doing is important enough right um indirectly that's what you're saying right she said last month the on-screen branding for her show was was replaced by msnbc's slogan the place for politics uh with the election heating up her show was preempted each of the last two weeks and the most recent edition on super bowl sunday she was told to talk mostly about the presidential race so now they're telling her what she has to discuss right because you know, they don't want you on their time i know black shit well this is kind of what happened with gawker too like i used to go to that website and it was kind of silly but then they just switched over to politics one day and i was like well i'm done with this website like all you talk every other article is just some politics shit right, trump did this bush said that carson did this i'm like I, I mean is that really driving clicks you know and how long how long is that that's a temporary thing like the election is going to be over in november and then what do you then what the fuck people are not going to come no more because it's one of those things where we got to be hot we got to get the clicks okay but you also need something that's going to have some longevity and after the election most people don't give a fuck yeah trump clearly drives trip uh clicks because yes he does that seems to be all people want to talk about on all the stations all the time they kind of help create this monster you know um anyway so she wrote this email and jamil smith who uh has uh the intersection podcast um and was also um i believe he was her a member of her staff uh in 2012 he was on the show producers um he uh got this email from her that she sent to the staff when in her so in her own words dearest nerds as you know by now my name appears on the weekend schedule for msnbc programming from south carolina this saturday and sunday i appreciate that many of you responded to this development with relief and enthusiasm to know that you have missed more missed working with me even a fraction how much i miss working with all of you is deeply moving however as of this morning i do not have any intention of hosting this weekend because this is a decision that affects all of you i wanted to take a moment to explain my reasoning some unknown decision maker presumably andy lack or phil griffin has added my name to the spreadsheet but nothing has changed in the posture of nbc leadership toward me or toward our show putting me on the air seems to be a decision made solely to save face because there's a growing course of questions from our viewers about my notable absence on msnbc coverage right so you basically erased her didn't i did you not realize she had people that wanted to see her show or you didn't give a fuck about the people that wanted to see her show they probably didn't give a fuck right social media has noted the dramatic change in editorial tone and racial composition of msnbc on air coverage in addition dylan byers of cnn has made repeated inquiries with msnbc's leadership about uh and with me about the show and what appears to be his cancellation i have not responded to reporters or social media inquiries however i'm not willing to appear on air in order to quell concerns about the disappearance of our show and our voice here's the reality our show was taken without comment or discussion or notice in the midst of the election season an election season after four years of building an audience developing a brand developing trust with our viewers we were effectively and utterly silenced now msnbc would like me to appear for four inconsequential hours to read news that they deem relevant relevant without returning to our team any of our editorial control and authority that makes the mhp show distinctive yeah so they basically were like just come be a token this week like just read the latest news that we've already covered to death throughout the week we don't want you bringing on people talking about different issues we don't want to see any of these black twitter feminists and like they don't want to see no activists they just like no. talk about trump for four hours this weekend please and her thing is like this is what not my, this my the people that we work hard to watch the show 
are not did not come here for the same bullshit that y'all give them any other time yeah this is always my fear when people say stuff like you guys need to be on the radio you guys mm-hmm. need a tv show or something like that i'm like so someone else can make the decisions because they're not going to give you the creative control when push comes to shove and they think the direction you're taking is not enough as a, for whatever they desire they're going to take control of your show right or whatever you're talking about is too black or too this or too that or some shit that they don't deem necessary oh you won't be talking about it yeah they just decided that hey man we we offer this shit now we on some new shit and you got to get down to lay down you know the purpose of this decision seems to be to provide cover for msnbc not to provide voice for the mhp show i will not be used as a tool for their purposes i am not a token mammy or a little brown bobblehead i am not owned by lack griffin or msnbc i love our show i want it back i've wept more tears than i can count and i find this deeply painful but i don't want back on air at any cost i'm not i'm only willing to return when that hat return happens under certain terms undoubtedly television nurtures the egos of those of us who find ourselves in front of bright lights and big cameras i'm sure i'm sure ego is informing my own pain in this moment but there's a level of professional decency respect and communication that has been denied this show for years and the utter insulting absurdity of the past few weeks exceeds anything i can countenance and it's also one of those things too where particularly if you've been around for a while it was like oh you know what that's like when you go into your job and you look at the schedule and you realize that every time it's you you scheduled up for work you bumped out that slot you right. bumped out that slot you and eventually you go hey y'all trying to fire me like you're like I, I'm, I'm still on the payroll but i ain't getting paid um you know I, I can't do anything and you keep hearing excuses then one day they'll be like well you fine and that's what they essentially they did they basically bumped and moved her around and eventually was going to fire her and she she seen the flags and she was like uh-uh i'm out uh i've stayed in the same hotels with msnbc where msnbc has been broadcasting in iowa and in new hampshire and in south carolina yet i've been shut out from coverage i have a phd in political science i've taught american voting and elections at some of the nation's top universities for nearly two decades yet i have been deemed less worthy to weigh in than relative novices and certified liars mm right she was like i got a fucking degree in this uh, a phd i'm a goddamn doctor and it's one of the things where she like bitch i'm not nobody y'all act like i'm I'm some bum off the street i'm not nobody well not just that they bring in people that they know have no integrity to be on the air you know but they avoid having her on i've hosted a weekly program on this network for four years and contributed to election coverage and on this network for nearly eight years but no one on the third floor has ever returned an email called me or initiated or responded to any communication of any kind from me for nearly a month it is profoundly hurtful to realize i work for people who find my considerable expertise and editorial judgment valueless to the coverage they are creating while msnbc may believe that i'm worthless i know better i know who i am i know why mhp show is unique and valuable i would not sell uh short myself or this show i'm not hungry for empty airtime i care only about substantive meaningful and autonomous work when we can do that i will return not a moment earlier i'm deeply sorry for the ways of this decision it makes life harder for all of you you mean more to me than you can imagine yours always and listen so yep that's uh that's how that shit happens dog they just mark you off like oh this not important it's like every week they get to decide this ain't important this ain't important next thing you know you're not on the show you know what i mean you're not on the schedule because you ain't important to them because when it comes down to making these decisions you know the people they bring in you were the last thing on their mind in the first place 
come on now and then uh i forgot the other black lady they uh joy and reed maybe? right yeah she went on and i just happened to see her tweet i mean her name going up and down my timeline i didn't realize that she was filling well i don't want to say filling in but taking over her spot mm-hmm. or, 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 or whatever they plan on doing because you know the, the times do need to be filled and so um i seen a lot of people uh saying like crazy shit at her and you know uh at joy Ari. right wow. and she was clapping back though because she was like i'm not here to take her spot you know right. i respect her i have nothing but respect for her yeah and i think mhp even said that's you know that's my sister that's you know like she been down with me and you know like it's bigger than that you know like she made she she's making a point but that doesn't mean um now joy and reed's gonna be on every weekend talking about the joy and right. reed show you know not even that that would be bad like nope at the end of the day um it would be nice for uh someone to be able to express and put on for blackness in in that space period it may or may not happen but um to just assume like to try to turn into a cat fight is stupid you know all those people friends behind the scenes and shit anyway right um so anyway um uh yeah that's what happened to mhp man that was kind of sad um what else did i want to talk about oh i saw this was uh <laughs> kind of funny uh killer mike rapper bernie bernie sanders supporter mm-hmm. um uterus uh user yeah. <laughs> uh killer mike uh came under fire last week for you know the the uterus comment you know which people well ah, it's not sexist at all some people like kill him you know all that shit um i think it was sexist i don't think it's the end of the world i think his defense of it was dumb and he mm-hmm. seemed to just not get it correct um so he, he said years ago i like a dumb hetero guy said fact today i no longer use that stupid word i'm sorry to all my gay brothers and sisters today i know better and i do better my fans know this already but that's for all who my may not have witnessed my growth love and respect um he said that on twitter um he says that's how you say i'm sorry when you say dumb shit the black community awaits theirs as is deserved also um the thing that's funny is it was kind of um predictable because for the most part you really can't have a rapper out here repping your platform Mm-mm, you know what i mean because it's just rap is such a different vehicle than politics you know rap is apolitical you can say some hotep shit and you can call obama uh you know a puppet and say that this is the illuminati and all this shit you can say that on a rap song and people will fuck with you but you take that into the political arena people are like i can't take you seriously right you know not to mention the misogyny i'm waiting on that to drop come on now you know like people kind of drop the ball when they hit the like oh this uterus comment i'm like y'all clearly don't listen to the music nope. um but what's but what's so funny to me is obama did this so much better with jay-z and yeah. other rappers right like he like he was like okay jay-z can come dap me up he can sit at the inauguration but i'm never gonna have him open up a speech for me at a historically black college right i don't want him tweeting for me i don't want him uh stomping stumping for me because end of the day um i don't need him to be responsible to my platform because 
it's gonna be pretty easy to just go into his rap catalog and be like but you said this you know what i mean so yeah it was it was you know i was waiting for this shit to kind of drop you know but to me it's like killer mike should probably be treated more like um what's that dude's name that's uh, always talking about killing obama and shit you know what i'm talking about uh white dude with the shades or like a kid rock or okay whatever that white dude is that always talking about you know i have my ak put it in obama's mouth and shit you like think it was kid rock no 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 that wasn't kid rock i'm saying but like kid rock okay uh these other motherfuckers like yeah you're not gonna be able to to roll these motherfuckers out there man um you gotta you gotta sit back and just be like all right he and no it's not leonard skinner but um you gotta sit back and, and just let and let them it's uh ted nugent yeah ted nugent you like you can have ted nugent stumping for you as far as like he can go to his concert and tell everybody that you that he believes in you and he hates obama but you can't be like all right i'm gonna open up this rally with ted nugent speaking um and be and 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 be taken seriously you know what i mean i mean you could probably do it for republicans but for for democrats they can't have that level of shit you can't have jay-z come out there and be like you know i'll fucking bring my ak to george bush people be like oh see this is the problem right Mm so um yeah i was just kind of waiting on the shoe to drop with that it's not a not a huge deal i don't think it'll affect much of anything Mm-mm. um although um it does appear that bernie lost south carolina by lo- but you know what i and i didn't even realize this because we just know it doesn't happen they actually voted on saturday in south carolina mm-hmm. which is a rarity mm-hmm and i wish more places would do that because it's actually more convenient for most people to vote on saturdays yeah well i just think um it was predictable i've been saying it states with black people in it he gonna struggle yep because he's never had to cater to us and then and he cater he panders to black people like he's never had to do it before which people can people can smell on you people can right. see it people know that you're not yeah they go you're not real yeah you're yeah. not used to us you 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 don't, you don't know how to cater to yeah us. you talk a good you know talk a good game in theory but when it comes down to it it's not uh you you don't look too comfortable with us in the room right you know? and when it's brought to your attention you dismiss it and your your bernie stands dismiss it too so everybody's go oh you really don't give a fuck okay yeah. people always say what does his fans have to do with you know supporting him it's like well they get their cue from him yes they do he doesn't talk about race he's uncomfortable talking about race he pivots to the economy when race comes up mm-hmm. so it makes people that support him very dismiss racial issues at all times you know if he can't talk about it the fuck does cornell west talking about it mean nothing, nothing to me nothing um so yeah apparently um uh one of his people bernie sanders people you know they they try to rally the vote you know they had these things where they randomly call people like hey come vote for my candidate uh so apparently there was this exchange between uh bernie sanders phone bank worker and the head of the naacp in south carolina oh uh dot scott the president of naacp's charleston branch was similarly critical of sanders team scott who admitted being family friends with clinton's uh south carolina state director and said she only had one contact from the sanders campaign and it went sour um she said one of my experiences that i think i won't forget for a long time is a call that i got from the sanders campaign this person was called that called asked me was i voting for senator sanders i said no i was voting for senator clinton uh the phone went silent for a little bit scott recounted 
you can hear this person struggling to come up with what they were going to say next they call that they call that a real pregnant pause like nine months worth of pregnant pause and he finally came back and he says you know senator sanders is for welfare oh uh she says i lost it so you're going to assume either from my voice or from my selection that the most important thing that senator sanders is going to be working on that would interest me in was more welfare i went on to read him the riot act listen i'm not only a college graduate i got a master's my daughter is a college graduate i've never had one ounce of welfare before i ain't never lived in public housing none of those things according to scott the sanders supporters who called her said uh didn't know what to say right because they're not fucking prepared so you have people calling people and don't know what to say when they say no instead of going oh okay and hanging up the fucking phone yeah and then there was people that um you know i've seen people say uh like just his supporters on twitter you know well these you know those south carolina black people you know they just not ready they're not smart they don't want to be free and they're not ready to uh um what was the other thing like get off the plantation and they're still they're still slave mentality and shit like you like i all this coded racism right up in there like i see this like you do realize this is a public twitter account we can all see what you're saying like you might delete it someone got the screenshots like y'all aren't taking this well and it's amazing to me because and this is just a testament to how good a politician bernie sanders is when it comes to crafting his image it is amazing to me that they've been able to frame this as hillary clinton support is not real and bernie sanders support is Ooh. like his is a revolution his is the the, the you know the, the 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 um the small person this is the hillary clinton is just 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 the big banks and the and the wall street and big donors and you're like and everyone that pulled the lever right like it's not like big banks didn't come to somebody's house and say pull this lever you guys need to reconcile with the fact that black people do trust her more than bernie sanders you might disagree with those black people but those are real people and unless you engage them as such it will never change if your whole thing is to just dismiss them for being such that's why you lose that and it was one of those things where bernie has never had to cater towards black people ever and he felt like his platform on the social issues would cater with everybody and when you look at these social issues you would just go well we're talking about everybody in these social issues and you didn't want to break that down by race and the thing is initially months ago when the shit first started popping off instead of you regrouping trying to figure out getting a staff together you pout and get mad and go well fuck y'all and people have picked up on that and then when you have your your bernie stands go and attack anybody on social media that does not say that, that bernie is the best shit ever you attack them with shit that you act like that they're ignorant to he marched Martin Luther king i don't give a fuck what is he doing for me now you're not addressing our problems you're not addressing our issues you made the same mistake hillary made years ago when she was running against obama where she thought she can win without the black boat she knows she can't so she will not make that mistake again you you on that same shit she was on you were like well i can win without the black vote you cannot vermont is not the whole country it's just not yeah and like i said the the shit only flows one way because what i've noticed as a black person is uh cornell west can support bernie sanders and his blackness doesn't come into question Mm-mm. killer mike can support bernie sanders his blackness never comes into question 
all of that type of shit that rhetoric resides in his camp in bernie sanders camp that doesn't come the other way um cornell west says civil rights leaders that support hillary clinton have lost their way so i don't care about civil rights because i picked a different white person than you did dog you know what i'm saying like you you're the same dude that has been chastising uh president obama and and calling out his blackness for eight years because you didn't get a fucking invite right but now suddenly um it's john lewis's blackness is you know what i mean it's in members of naacp's blackness it's uh anybody black who says i'm not voting for bernie now they're not black enough like that type of rhetoric is coming from one side you know at what point do you <laughs> at what point do you not realize that that's the kind of shit that loses you the black vote and it's funny because you know uh not to toot my own horn but i called that shit mm-hmm. i said it as soon as i as soon as he got cornell west i said cornell west is the exact wrong type of dude yes. to come down to the south come on. and tell black people how to vote you you cannot be anti-obama dude for eight years and come because you know he's just gonna flip on black people making them even less likely to vote for you these are, this is common sense if you knew anything about black culture you would have said no not him not him anybody but him no there's a small swath of black people that really do fuck with people like cornell west and that that's because they really want to believe they're better than other black people in the long term like there's a lot of this all these other black people are slaves to the mentality of the plantation and you're like okay yeah this is your thing this makes you feel superior to other black people so you kind of enable this like level of white supremacy over your shit where it's like every other black person stupid except for me because i don't agree with the majority of them so therefore i am the superior black person who knows everything and it's like yeah that's not the dude that's gonna get you the, the votes down south no because even though you ain't been paying attention to him because you've been in vermont we've been paying attention to him on the fuck obama hate to a bus uh, tour that he's been on for the past eight years we've been watching him say this shit and it's one of those things no matter what people say overall black people love obama so if you try to separate yourself from him it's going to be a problem well i mean politically right especially somebody this isn't even separating yourself though because i would i would understand saying like okay i'm i'm separating myself from obama you're not gonna win the black vote that way but i would understand being like politically i just feel like i'm not getting his voters so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try to run as as i was great friends with obama i'm just gonna run as um i'm gonna take his policies and try to improve on them that that would be smart but when you run as the obama was basically uh whack and inefficient and i'm the one that's really gonna do it you don't bring in the the guy who goes fuck obama you don't bring in the guy who called him a niggerized president you just don't do that it's not gonna help with the black vote in the south specifically the south and uh i think next week is super tuesday or something like that like six southern states with large democratic black vote come on dog like it's about to get ugly man Mm -hmm. it's about to get ugly as fuck like yeah you might win minnesota no offense to my black people in minnesota but you might win minnesota wisconsin or some shit but you but we talking about motherfucking south carolina you know what i mean talking about these black states dog it's it's a problem man and like i said when you when you have people like this saying uh when west uh goes on to say there's no doubt that uh, the great john lewis of 50 years ago is different than the john lewis today 
he's my brother i love him i respect his personhood but there's no doubt he's gone from the high moment of martin luther king like struggle to now a neoliberal politician in the system that is characterized more and more by legalized bribery and normalized corruption that's what big money does politics and the clinton machine is an example of that so he couldn't possibly be supporting the clintons because he actually thinks they would do a better job couldn't be supporting hillary because he's like i think she's a better candidate it has to be that he's been bribed that he's 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 corrupt you know somehow he's lost his way he's less black um so it's it's wild you know uh most black politicians these days are neoliberal politicians so it's almost natural for them to side with hillary clinton according to to west like i said it's it's a losing strategy man but hey don't listen to me what the fuck do i know right right and and then (laughs) and then this demographic of people that are not voting for you you call them you and your supporters call them dumb stupid and ignorant but yet you expect to win that's not going to happen yeah and i also predicted this part too when they lose they're gonna blame black people i knew that the same black people that y'all been shitting on you've been black harassing people, black people gave them a roadmap on how to win the black vote and he refused to do it he wanted to do it the way he wanted to do it mm-hmm. have his you know and cool you want to keep your integrity and loyalty that's cool black people want to be pandered to come on say what the fuck you want to about hillary clinton she pandering it she don't like, matter i want all the votes it don't matter if we don't believe her it really nope. don't matter if we don't believe her like we saw her capitulate like um when she was interrupted by this black lives matter activist um about her role in the 1994 prison uh you know uh crime bill and how it led to fucking up neighborhoods and 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 putting black people in prison and fucking up our families and all the results of that at the time there were a lot of black people that actually wanted that bill there's a lot of black people that signed off on that bill some of them still in congress today you know um it wasn't just bill and hillary came up out of nowhere and said let's put some black people in jail the thing is at the time the sensationalized black on black crime narrative the drugs are killing the community we need uh prisons we need to you know we need to get these people out of our neighborhoods that shit was very strong at the time yes it was in hindsight a lot of those people were wrong they approached that shit in a completely ridiculous way that's easier to say today than it was to say then um people because people don't really care like especially white people when they bring up this topic they bring up like well hillary said this and it's really just more the notch on the belt to get you to go vote for bernie but then bernie also voted for that bill so now it's like six or one half dozen of the other you know now it's just what white person do you think has changed since then come on that's really what it comes down to right because it's very difficult to reconcile the guy who march with king also thought let's throw all these niggas in jail very difficult to reconcile that if you're saying that's his his integrity is um you know fundamental to his to to his you know to who he is so um at any rate the uh the thing i found funny about that is the obviously black lives matter bust up in uh uh (laughs) bust up in hillary's face Mm -hmm. uh she was not prepared right you're like let's stick to the issues (laughs) right and and that's the same thing for all the people that was like well y'all were attacking bernie what about hillary it's like yeah don't y'all think they was gonna work their way around to her too yeah i ain't even yeah i like i'm not surprised at all right like i don't even know black lives matter's strategy and everything they gonna do and tactics but 
I was like, I remember being like, Hillary gonna get it too. Everybody gonna get it. Everybody gonna get it. The only people that might not get it are really just motherfuckers that are so ignorant it wouldn't matter like right. people like and a lot of people that I, I peep game a lot of people that said why don't y'all run up on trump like that which i really wanted to see is what happened to that black man last year where he got beat up mm-hmm. that's what y'all really want to see y'all really want to see people that care about black lives die and get ran up on but um uh, and i shouldn't even say black lives Matter. black liberation movement my bad bll so um yeah so she she ran up on the uh, uh on hillary at this 500 plate hillary clinton fundraiser in south carolina and hillary clearly was um disheveled at the you know like being interrupted mm-hmm. um and she says uh you know she was saying stuff like i'm not a super predator hillary clinton um she had a sign that had in all caps the we we have to bring them to hill which was a hillary clinton quote when she was uh out there stomping for that bill um and hillary said you know what nobody's ever asked me before you're the first person to do that i'm happy to address it but of course she did not address it as the lady was escorted out um and who knows how it would have went i don't know you know like if she would have been like okay i'm gonna put up my sign and wait for you to get to me who knows i don't know but i'm i'm trying to i can't emphasize this enough with protest and activism and shit the job of the agitator is to agitate that's it that's it dog you know what i mean like like because people are like well why would you interrupt her because that's how the fuck is going down that's the tactic to get the attention to get the things to happen that's what it is that's the game like it can't like i understand both sides of the game i said the same thing when obama got uh uh, interrupted by uh that trans woman who was talking about trans women being uh illegally detained in immigration facilities like her job her job that day was to make a scene and get kicked out mm-hmm. that that's the whole purpose that's the job like there's like we're not gonna have a conversation this isn't dialogue time this is like this this is the job you know to show to embarrass you to show that you're not prepared that you don't know what you're talking about so when i see her get escorted out i feel like that's her job and uh hillary tried to carry on you know without talking about it which you knew that was gonna happen um but then the next day she released a statement where she apologized and i'm like that's the point of the agitation right right because you got her to apologize and you can i don't know i don't know or believe that it's necessarily a genuine change that's the you know what i'm saying i'm not naive or stupid you know what i mean like i don't believe that oh she finally saw the light we're talking about old ass white people okay Mm -hmm. there's no way that within a few months they learned a life lesson about blackness and how to treat us and it's impossible i don't believe that shit but what i do believe is that the idea of pandering the idea of the apology that is deserved coming that is something that is different because bernie sanders refuses to 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 capitulate he refuses to apologize he refuses to to admit that he may be wrong or that some of his thinking is is uh dismissive of racism and stuff hillary got that black woman team like she wouldn't hire those black women of course i'm you know i'm a full belief she sat in the room whether she wanted to apologize or not they sat down and said look this what you gotta do if you want to win you want these votes right well you got to apologize like it ain't even about whether you think it's right or wrong or whether you feel it was justified at the time it's absolutely 
about pushing your ego to the side and apologizing you blew it last night when you should have said it right but you didn't you know because our politics definitely in america make it seem like you're weak to admit you were wrong or apologize which is which is a ridiculous notion in the first place but yeah she's the one who capitulated so when she wins the majority of that black vote down there there's shit like that it ain't fucking rocket science and i and i say this as somebody that doesn't feel strongly for hillary clinton correct it's just politics like i said a year ago she's gonna treat it like politics that's all it is to her she just wants to win her thing is here's a problem what is the solution let me hire some black people black people what is the best solution you need to apologize i will do the thing so that i can get to point b that's all she cares about i'm not nobody is dumb enough to believe she's genuinely walking around like i cried last night because i finally realized how wrong i was fuck out of here but we do recognize like okay you're treating us like a constituency that you would like to vote for you the same way you would treat a gay activist if a if 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 fucking a gay if a gay activist showed up and said used to support uh used to be anti-marriage equality and they did the same thing with a sign they interrupted her at a dinner and she treated them the same way and then the next day she issued an apology for that i'd be like i don't believe she's really sorry but i know that she's trying to court that vote which is much more important to winning than whether she's sorry or not right that like i said i'm super cynical like people think i'm an idealist because i don't fuck with bernie Nah, i'm just super cynical like you got to do some you got to do you got to do what you got to do to win the office and part of that is pandering to black people especially down south but hey man keep rolling cornell and killer mike out there you know keep keep having your supporters tell black people you know about welfare and keep telling them that uh keep telling stupid and dumb and i vote for you yeah keep having people talk about us like we can't see the tweets like it's if that's what you think is gonna help you win just good luck all right so let's talk about some more important things let's talk about me okay talk about you let's talk about me i'm famous um so i don't know if you've seen these things but you know what a cover is it's uh when white people sing some some black shit like that cover band is that like that place well a cover band okay this is okay all right so let me explain okay, I'm missing the point. a cover band does sing other people's songs right that's 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 one thing okay mm-hmm. but there's also been this trend for a long time of white people covering um black songs especially hip-hop songs oh like- and this are in this ironic way um where they sing like look at this black shit but i'm singing it in the whitest way possible i will play an example for you stacks on deck patron on ice we can pop battles all night baby you can never ever you like yeah you can have whatever all right i 
like that's bad yeah that like that is probably the best argument since amanda stanberg made for not like an appropriation yeah you slowed beat down oh, that's terrible yeah and and of course if you've heard the original hey jim yeah you know the old they be tricking they tell them girl i said you can have whatever you like i said you can have whatever you like right so i mean that's really those are like two completely different fucking songs right and that's been like the cute thing to do is look we took this black thing right. now you know and whitewashed it just for you yeah yeah what the fuck <laughs> you know how you like black songs except for the black part right you like black songs but you don't like the black ass beat with the black ass people dancing here's a you know we've all heard this so we've all heard that right yes well uh a lady made a version of it um oh no you know chicago bulls jersey um that looks somewhat off-brand flea i would say flea mall version uh blonde lady uh she thought she would do uh rihanna a cover of rihanna's work oh no mm-hmm yep oh no we, are we going to church what's happening with this beat here <sighs> right right what's happening here you can hear it already that it's gonna keys. be a problem you know you, you know you've already desolonized everything about, about the, the shit right. just in the first j- just the piano alone is just like white 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 yes let me tell you how white 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 watch me be white 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 like it the song was doing fine without you man yeah it was oh and she put it on youtube it just says rihanna work featuring drake so she didn't even put that this is a cover i'm not rihanna so if you google search rihanna work featuring drake on youtube boom this bullshit comes up that's why she got all these views right and i saw people writing articles like she took this and made it even better fuck you ma'am i can understand your words my vote is no how is that better than this Drive me at yes. you ain't got rihanna's body 
Rihanna's video you know fair. I know it's dope because I don't know what the fuck she talking about. Right. And also, if you're going to cover her song, where your titties at? Get them titties out. Rihanna had the titties out. Yeah, she did. She rolling that body. It's a lot of disrespect out here on these streets. You're going to do it right, do it right. That 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 beige woman pulled them titties out on the world and let us see. you just going to put on a Bulls jersey and sing it like you at church. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here. Disrespect. Boo. Now, there's also a cover of karen i want you to be okay i need you to be calm for this okay <laughs> okay be calm, all right okay. now i know this is um it's gonna be difficult to hear <laughs> okay okay oh, okay are you good i'm good i think i am i don't know what's happening okay they cover <sighs> I, I i they a white man cover formation karen i'm sorry i'm sorry what? it's what's in here i, I know I, I i didn't know better ways to, I, 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 I didn't i didn't know oh i didn't know how to tell you i don't approve of this i thought i would just have to tell you on the show but yeah a white man cover formation uh this is his version said the words wrong did he just add an extra syllable to afros yes he remaking with, the song he got a beautiful voice but no sir no i like my baby hair with baby hair and afros afros <laughs> yes Afro. i don't know what it's are those next to the egg roll apparently so what is, is, that, <laughs> is that like a body roll what is a afro roll he even said that he even said the uh other first phrase wrong too negro nose mm-hmm. i like my negro nose <laughs> what is this opera <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> I'm not here for none of this. So, play the original one. Okay, all right. Um. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I wear his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. I got hot sauce in my bag. Swag. Until I own it. Oh my haters. I know alligators. 
go hard, I go hard, I go hard, I go hard. Get what's mine, get what's mine. I must stop, I must stop. Cause I slay, I slay, I slay, I slay. All day, I slay. That's like a palate cleanser. That's like when you eat yeah. the, the ginger between sushi pieces. Yeah, he not slaying. He pushing. He politely pushing over. Get out of here. When he fuck me good, I take his ass to Olive Garden. Huh? Olive Garden. What we talking about? (laughs) I buy him the unlimited salads. (laughs) All you can eat. That's what the hell he was singing. I'm going to Red Lobster. You don't know about them cheddar biscuits. (laughs) Unlimited breadsticks. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Italian, would you like some? Okay, now let's get information. Yes. Prove to me you got some, well, lack of coordination. I, right, let's be honest. Hey, I clap on the ones and threes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, after this bullshit, um, black people started, uh, doing covers of white music to trap music. Oh shit, did he? <laughs> so it became called Trap Cover. Oh shit and um meet on mars said trap covers us parodying white people covering work and formation and ruining the song but our covers are lit oh shit here is um have you ever heard now look these are white songs so you may not have heard them all okay okay have you ever heard bohemian rhapsody you may it, mm. they played it it was in uh the movie uh wayne's world i'll play some for is you the- let me get to the part And uh, it gets a little fast because then it's like this opera part. It's like, I see a little silhouette of it. Like this shit. And get you. Oh, yeah, here we go. Testarossa mm-hmm. did Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh shit! I'm really feeling it. Oh. <laughs> I see a little silhouette of a mask. Got a moose, got a moose. Can't you do the fine dining? Yes! Very, very frightening me. Uh, you already know. Got a layer. 
Galileo. Galileo, Figaro, Magnifico. What? I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Spare his life from his mom's drop. It's battle! It's battle! <laughs> yes! Oh! Yes! He killed it. Oh my god. Um, of course, I think everybody already knows. Taylor Swift's, uh, You Belong to Me. You belong to me. You belong to me. on Mars did trap version. <clears throat> you on the phone with your boyfriend? He upset. He a mess. You need to get that lame nigga off your chest. Like he a skater. I'm getting paper. Understand that you belong with me. He he. You belong with me. You belong with me. He he. Wish you would see that you belong with me. Cause you were sketchers and I wear Yeezys. Nigga, he, <laughs> me, yeah, he me, had a drink in his hand too. Yeah, Meach likes to uh, remix his stuff uh, a lot. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Cam, what are you gonna say? Um, let's see, what else we got? Uh, let's see, I think was uh, oh, Fallout Boys, uh, Sugar, we're going down. Um, oh no, I don't know if I heard this one or not. Yeah, I yeah, I don't even remember this song because I wasn't in the Fallout Boy at all. Um, but here, here's the song. So here's the trap version by uh, uh th- now see this account the trap cover and then there was another one called trap covers like underscore something <clears throat> they don't give people the credit for it which is fucked up I wish right. they just would retweet the original person but I don't know his right. name but here's his question am I more than you bargained for yet I've been dying to sell you anything you want to hear cause that's just who I am this week I'm just your notch in your bedpost, but you're just a lie in a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got a Superman outfit on. Uh, that, yeah, his, his is just more being silly, I think. Um, 
um there was also a thousand miles by vanessa carlton i remember this yeah. song they played mm-hmm. this shit everywhere if you worked in an elevator at a restaurant they played this shit to <laughs> death every hour on the hour you was like goddamn downtown walking fast faces passing and homebound this feels like the song that plays in white women's heads at all times in my brain. Like I know it's not <laughs> that way, but in my mind, I feel it's like all and upbeat. Yes, I feel like it's the soundtrack to white women. Like Lululemon just has this on repeat. Um, so uh ill Captano ninety four uh, remixed this uh, to a trap. He trapped it. Making my way all the way down town. Walking fast places past home. Stepping blankly ahead. Just making my way, making my way through the crowd. Uh. And I need you. And I miss you. <laughs> and now I wonder if I can fall into the sky. Do you think time will pass me by? You better get it. that way by the thousand miles. Because I move that way by the thousand miles. Yes, you better get it. Oh. Uh, oh, the Friends theme song. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. I'll be there for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even watch the show and I knew that bullshit. That's the whitest song ever. Yeah, yeah, so. <clears throat> <laughs> all right so uh <laughs> this dude victor pope jr remixed it so no one told you life was gonna be this way so no one told you life was gonna be this way so no one told you life is gonna be this way your job's a joke you broke your love like the it's like it's like it's like you always suck in second gear it hasn't been your day your week a month or, or your year. year but i'll be there for you when the rain starts to pour yeah i'll be there for you like i've been there before yeah i'll be there for you i'll be there for you <laughs> um oh and you may recognize this person uh i think we all know the golden girls theme Do yeah we? i feel like that's Thank one of the more being a friend right that was my show right i feel like that's uh i couldn't relate to none of them ladies because i was a kid but that was my show mm-hmm. uh here it is if you haven't heard it thank you for being a friend travel down the road and back again your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party, inviting everyone you knew, you will see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. All right. So I may have trap remixed it. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. We 
travel down the road and now we back again we travel down the road now we back again (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's uh system sound my bad but yeah um so i may have remixed that uh you may recognize this gentleman uh saron russell been on the show several times as his own podcast the coast of the network he remixed uh adele's hello Hello, bitch, you motherfucking me. I'm wondering if you ever wanted me to talk some shit with a couple of me. Go over, over everything. They say the time put to heal ya, but I ain't done much healing. I'm on the outside crying in the outside in a fucking phone ride. You won't answer my texts. Can I just see your breasts? Is you with the other nigga? Is his dick really bigger? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with Saron? Hey, man, black people the best, man we undefeated this shit you cannot take away our pain and hurt us we just turn it into, into jokes man yes. um journeys uh don't stop believing you heard this before that's the whitest song ever don't stop believing right i feel like you're in a marching band or a concert band you you've played this bitch before mm-hmm Just my time, boy. Living in the lonely world. Just a small town girl. Living in the lonely world. It took the midnight train going anywhere. Alright. So here is Victor Pope Jr. Hey, this is my cover to Don't Stop Believing by Journey. <laughs> hey, just a small town girl. Woo. Living in the lonely world. That bitch was lonely. <laughs> in the lonely. My she took a midnight train going in the bus. I say, don't stop believing. <laughs> 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 Nirvana smell like smells like teen spirit. Oh, that's something I ain't heard in a long time. You know, uh, I'll play some of it for people in case you don't know. Yeah, had them look weird little girls. Let me get to the words. Mm-hmm. Uh, two minute intro. Yeah, I feel stupid 
of course there's sunny and share i got you babe um something you're familiar with i got oh, you that's babe. old school right there sunny and Cher. <clears throat> Woo! yeah uh let's see if i can play this yes I got you, babe. Yay. All right. Trap cover. They say we uh, and we don't know. We won't find out until we grow. Well, I don't know if all that's true. Because you got me. And I got you. Hey. Babe. I got what? Hey. I got, got you, babe. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. Said I got you, babe. Hey. Said I, I got, got you, babe. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> uh, my man LeJeffro Jenkins, who um was having the Jenkins and Jones podcast on um uh on iTunes and all these other places. Um he remixed uh Britney Spears, or not remix, he trapped Britney Spears. Um, um Hit me, baby, one more time. What? That's when Britney first came out. Yeah. Hit me, baby, one more time. Um, yes, my loneliness is, is killing, killing me. me. Yes. Right. So, okay. I love me some Britney. But yeah. just in case there's some other people that may not have heard it. Well, I don't even know if it's on here. She might not let this hit. be on. Uh, let me see if she let this be on. I don't Spotify know if Hit Me, quick. Baby is the name of the song. Nah, I, I think it's yeah what is the name of that song I have, isn't that not it it, it yeah. might be one more time <clears throat> all right let me get a second i could just uh put it on youtube or something it looks like baby one more time maybe okay this might be the name of it or something like that um <clears throat> anyway let's see if i can play it from youtube no problem These are just decorative. Let's get some uh, ads up in here first. <laughs> no. No, Wendy's ain't playing for this airtime, so I'm talking all across this Wendy's commercial because I don't care nothing about Dave. Oh, well, actually, I found it on Spotify now. Um, here we go. Yes! Beat go hard. I love, I used to sing the hell out of this song. Like I said, my man, Diggins, remakes it. My lonely is killing me. I still believe. Yes! Hey, my is killing me. 
uh meet your mars we made the song that everybody should know um it's the song from whenever uh you see the commercial about dogs um being needing to be adopted uh <laughs> in the arms of an angel in the arms of an angel that's now, that is the whitest song ever too you you hear it for dogs and uh when you when they doing the one for the children in africa yeah uh it's by i believe um is it sarah mclaughlin or something like that maybe uh and yeah let me see if i can just find it and see I don't know what it's called. Arms and Angel. You know, Arms and Angel. Something. It looks like it's called Angel, maybe. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Spend all your time waiting for that second chance. They don't play this version on the radio. Just make you see abused puppies in your mind right <clears throat> anyway uh meech remixed you know, it a big problem i have with the world is um you know a lot of people care about everything but they don't care about your dog you know what i'm saying you need to be with someone that care about them like an angel in the arms of an angel in the arms of an angel ho. angel ho. angel ho. in the arms of an angel ho. I hold you close, you hold me close, you the angel, you the angel, got the dream bitch, got the dream bitch, my name, my, my name is me bitch, and I'm orange, I'm an angel, they gonna fuck around and ban black folks from adopting um dogs, they might know, no, you, you get no dog, so uh, Spice Up Your Life by the Spice Girls on Spice World, they got trapped, school right there trap cover better all these better i am here for all of this that was some more too let me see if i can find them because that was i still haven't done my favorite one yeah Um, they have they have a bunch and for uh, for those of you like where can i find all this uh what's the hashtag that they're using trap cover hashtag trap cover if you on social media and you like well i wanted to see them all and you missed it uh somebody got mad at this one it was uh the beatles yellow submarine trap cover in the town where I was born, there's a man who's selling the sea, and he told us of his life in the land of submarines. So we sell it to the sun, till we found a sea of green. Then we live beneath the waves in a yellow submarine. We are living in a yellow submarine. Yellow submarine, 
Yellow submarine, yellow submarine, we are living in yellow submarine, yellow submarine, ah, yellow submarine. Uh, somebody said some, I see something about the Star Spangled Banner. I ain't seen that one. Uh, I didn't. That's not the one I was thinking about. Um, fuck, what was uh, man, I don't know what happened to the other one. That was just one that I thought was super fucking dope. But um, maybe it's Bohemian Rhapsody. But uh, anyway, man, there's so many dog. Like honestly, go look it up on Twitter. Get your life uh people still tweet me about this shit it's been two three days now um uh but the the trap cover joint is i mean it, it was lit man i i it was like 11 12 o'clock at night when i did that shit uh Karen was in here sleeping i was putting up a podcast um but uh yeah that that um that joint was so good man oh my god so much fun oh here uh mulan that was yeah uh you know the the disney musical mulan yeah yeah a song called make a man out of you fairy let's get down to business do the fifties huns did they send me daughters when I act the son, you the saddest bunch that I ever knew. But nigga, what? We gonna make a man out you. <laughs> she did. We make a man at you. She did on him. Um, <laughs> oh, man. It just. Is that it right there? Hold on. This is the Star Spangled Banner one. Um. Say, can you see by the dawn's early light? What's so proudly we hail at the twilight light? Damn it, who's brought strike through the perilous fight? All the robots we watched were so gallantly streaming. The rockets red glass, bomb bursting in, and gate through through the night. But our flag was still there. Came out of nowhere. Yo, where did that, that is, come from? And that is part. That's the crankest I ever heard the Star Spangled Banner. Oh man, God, this is black people are so talented, man. Whew. Oh man, <laughs> that shit the best. I'm so talented, man. Like it, that shit felt like going to the work potluck and taking all the spices and fixing the potato salad you know what i mean just like <laughs> you taste you like oh this don't taste good baby you like, come, like over, come over to my desk I, I i will fix your i will fix your mashed potatoes and gravy like, i got you they're like Shh, don't tell brenda but i'm i'm gonna fuck around and make a potato salad good and they're yeah. like oh brenda your potato salad was good and she and she don't know somebody else spiced it up yeah. who changed just from white to yellow don't worry about it don't worry about it, baby it's don't better about it. it's yeah. so much better what is this paprika <laughs> i'm choking um so that was that was one thing that happened this weekend that i kind of got to talk about and be involved in mm-hmm. the other thing was something i kind of started um because that i was on twitter mm-hmm. and there was this lady who goes by sister told you but she a white woman what right uh sister told you is what she goes by is it um, sister yeah sister okay, okay not sister yeah i think jamella used old things to be sister told you right but th- this white woman was like i'm gonna be sister told you or whatever <laughs> 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 you know um <clears throat> and she wrote this extremely ridiculous article um about a a, a young 
black kid who died um and she was trying to use his death to admonish black lives matter and black the black liberation movement in general in mass right um right yeah she was she was essentially uh trying to be like well where were y'all for this family you know where how come how come y'all y'all didn't show up for for them people get on my nerves with that right meanwhile we don't care about it literally a simple google search Mm -hmm. showed there was a march for the child um three suspects have been arrested at this point for um his for the uh murder of um uh i believe his name was king uh i don't want to mess up his last name as a matter of fact let me look it up i think it was king coleman but um they like three kids already oh it's not king coleman hold on it's but three three people already been arrested so it's not like this this moment where you're like um yeah you know uh it we'll never be able to figure out yeah king carter that was his name we'll never be able to figure out uh what who the murderer is unless black lives matter shows up or or the black liberation movement shows up Where, where's netta and deray and and where you know what's so, uh patrice colors on this one where's you know where's so people didn't care until black lives matter like right why why is it sean king covering this like it's that fa- it's the fake ass what about black on black crime right bullshit that people pull people that aren't concerned with our community or the crime in our community nope because if they knew about this shit especially if you black too your black ass would have been at the last march because there are marches going on all the time there are committees there are uh groups that in are talking city. about this in your city a simple google search just will find just stop the violence put in your city yep because stop the violence i've been here in charlotte for you ever just, just stop the violence there you go you'll find something there's always something trying to trying to stop gang members trying to stop uh, inner city violence trying to stop intraracial violence among right. black people there's pastors what happens is these cameras don't show up right and for a lot of y'all you're telling on yourselves because your ass don't show up either you and you sit around going well i never heard about it where was reverend al sharpton were you there were you there because that's why you never heard of it you weren't there and the cameras weren't there either and let's tell the truth you don't care yeah and you don't care you just want to feel superior to black people or you want to uh co-sign black white supremacy in that way yep and you can be black and co-sign it yeah but i just put in stop the violence charlotte this is just one google search motorcyclists gathered in charlotte to stop for stop the violence that was september 29 2014 stop the violence software a softball game promotes peace and unity uh that's the second annual stop the violence softball game held at tuckasegee park um uh, october 8th last year former gang members want charlotte st- violence to stop uh former gang members police st- team up to stop violence that was just last year september 14th uh candlelight service calls for to stop the violence that was december 27 2015 possible solution ain't to combine violence in charlotte the val uh that that's october 19th um uh, victim resources for stopping the violence if you've been a victim of violence um do the right thing help stop the violence is a whole fucking organization uh taking the it's, it's it's ridiculous like i said just that's just stop the violence you know what i mean that's not even like me going okay let me let me uh look up everything black on black crime let me just stop the violence and you'll find somebody trying to do something in your area yes they are right now 
that you could be a part of or you could sit on the internet and complain and not do shit which Come on. is the number one pastime of trolls and and, and people that want to feel superior because they ain't trying to talk about facts right so um at any rate um the uh there like i said there's been three teams arrested in connection with the death of this kid so i don't know what the black liberation movement was supposed to do i mean have we really ever had a problem prosecuting and convicting black criminals nope black people accused of crimes even those who are innocent have we ever had a problem getting convictions Mm -mm. because the problem is when a police officer shoots a black person whether that person is um armed unarmed fleeing whatever they always get off that's the problem so that's why people show up to those marches um and the media covers those marches people show up to black on black violence and stop the violence and stop inner city violence marches as well but then the cameras don't show up and you don't care because you only bring it up the one time if i look through your whole timeline you're only bringing it up to try to silence that we care about blackness and we care about our black lives um and that's just what it's gonna have to be then like we just gonna be enemies then i don't give a fuck what do i've got nothing but trolls for the last 24 hours off of this shit um some white dude last night told me well i'm just very disappointed in, in you i said motherfucker i've never cared in my life any white person ever been disappointed in my black ass life ever come on there's never been a day not a fucking school teacher nobody <laughs> i care about my parents being disappointed in me i don't care about i care about my wife being disappointed there's literally no white person that i'm like man can't believe i let them down today you know especially not no internet troll fuck out of here not no internet troll personal life that's one thing but not not somebody on a random internet right um so this lady um sister Toja, wrote this article that basically was like where was black lives the one person that black lives matter won't talk about and it's sad it's sad because one i think she's from this area um so um hopefully somebody like you know uh like she trips over some steps or something but um yeah like she just falls down the coliseum steps that would be cool anyway um she uh was actually writing this waiting for a black kid to die right so she could exploit the, their death from black on black violence and be like why don't y'all care about this which is a, just a false narrative and mm-hmm um so as soon as i saw it i was like yeah you 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 just a racist troll on some bullshit i she has 30 something follow 30 thousand something followers i'm sure she bought them or something because literally we share zero followers and that always says a lot about these fake ass concerned trolls because if you were concerned about black people we'd share some followers in common because black people that are concerned about black people also fuck with me you know what i mean so we would have a few people where like oh okay i see we overlap zero and thirty thousand followers right um so uh you know after i basically told her you know i I see i peep your game i know what you're doing uh i was like uh i'll just add the this for the white what about black on black crime that some quote-unquote allies you know in quotes because they not uh, are selling why would you assume our community doesn't ache when we lose a child to violence it's our child you don't hurt more for us you know what i'm saying you didn't know this child you don't even know children like this child for the vast majority of these people talking about what about black on black crime 
you see these kids as threats i see these children as human as complete individuals so who the fuck are you to tell me that oh y'all don't really care nah and i know what the she put black lives matter but i know what the stand in for black lives matter is black people you want to try to flip it on some like oh the black liberation movement don't care about this by extension the black people don't care about this either man you ain't the fuck out of here i guarantee some of the people that marched for uh for, for for that child king carter i guarantee some of those people have marched for uh when, when 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 people have been shot in the street by the cops too guarantee you they care about that too surprise america black people care about more than one thing at a time sometimes shocking i know news flash i can't believe it happened either sometimes black people can care about not wanting to get killed by the cops and not wanting to see other black people kill black people isn't it amazing we might care about our babies oh that is so wild man i can't believe it and she and i knew she was just trolling because at some point she started responding to everybody with stuff like did you know he liked candy why would i be shocked that a kid liked candy unless i thought they were some kind of subhuman un- other than all kids like candy of course i knew a, a black kid like candy wow well you really showed me i guess i didn't care about black lives until just now <laughs> didn't think black kids had ate candy what a fact to know to throw at black people um you know and it's like when when our children die man we feel that loss we feel that emptiness we feel that anger you know we like we want that shit to stop in our community but the falsehood that it's some sort of problem for black people that is non-existent elsewhere is bullshit most crime is interracial mm-hmm. you know and 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 the, and the percentage of of difference between black on black crime and say white on white crime is minimal at best is no there's no re- way to consider it some sort of a um some sort of a um epidemic in our neighborhoods but not yours it's impossible because it's the fucking same percentage the fuck out of here um but that's but what they're really touting is this white superiority what they want to do is feel superior to black people like we feel less than them when it's a black person killed by a black person and we only care when it's a white person killing a black person or a police officer killing a black person that's how they want us to think that's that's how they want to think about us but it's it's ridiculous you know um you know and unlike the murderers when police are officers are the killers um three people probably about to go to jail for king carter's murder how many times we got to watch a officer walk out of that courtroom just fine everything intact you know just cost of doing business taking us out so as always i just started making jokes about it because i you know i gallows humor is my humor man if if you say some stupid shit to me i'm gonna mock you that's pretty much how i go and i've been blocking in my controls for fucking i don't know 24 hours now but um i said is her next article gonna be where was black lives matter when a black person died from choking on a hot dog (laughs) i mean because that's the thing now it's like y'all don't care about every black person that dies like um we do but every march ain't about that no 
um and i said hashtag where was blm when bambi's mother got shot oh bambi and then through the power vested in black twitter yes everybody got the joke and want me to tell you took off want me to tell you the funniest part i'll be so i I was sitting here and i didn't realize this was happening i was like oh that's trending and i was hashtagging on y'all i didn't even know he started yeah and i'm sitting <laughs> i'm sitting two feet from him yeah i'm like oh that's funny <laughs> yeah i got I, yeah a lot of people were like i saw deray and netta being like where did this start where did this come from what's the story behind this and people started pointing them in our direction and what i appreciated was i didn't have to even respond and explain it to him i mean they both follow me but i think they got it like because it was it's so ridiculous as a critique they hear all the time right. trying to erase the work that they do and the speci- specificity specificity of it like the fact that it's so specific to a certain type of violence people don't want to act like if they don't care about everything then they shouldn't care about anything and it's all to try to erase what they do and it's not going to work you know what i mean this the fact that the hit dogs are hollering are hollering about this is telling you exact that they're doing good work that they're mm-hmm. doing the right kind of work right. because they're trying every level of distraction to well, what about the kids in chicago you don't give a fuck about the kids in chicago the fuck about fuck out of here you know what i mean like you 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 only bring that shit up to try to silence people for doing work and if you black and you say that shit shame on you too right shame on you man like i that was the only people that really got to me was when i saw a black person trying to be like well they don't care and march for this i'm like motherfucker when the last time you marched anywhere except this fucking shoe store or something like get the fuck out of here you could easily go find an organization today especially in chicago you can easily go find an organization and start marching today and shut the fuck up do the work then because let's be real deray and netta was just people on twitter before this shit happened yes sir so are you go do something then stop complaining and do something you you want to sit back in monday morning quarterback every fucking move that these people make and you don't do shit if you could easily go do your own work easily there's so many people out here that are doing their own work but that required effort right everybody want to tell them what to do man like if if there's any militant stance i have is that i'm not trying to tell these people what to do because i don't do it right so what the fuck do i know you know what i mean i don't have so-and-so don't like so-and-so yo i don't know shit about that i don't know what who did the what and i really don't have a fucking place to say because i didn't do shit it's so easy to just sit back and be like i don't know i wasn't there what i want to do is support the I, the overall goal is black people being free to live they black ass lives I'm i support here. that me too that ain't hard to sell the rest i don't give a fuck you know what i mean like it's you know this this organization don't get along with this organization cool beans man what i know what i want to know is who do i need to support what what is the message what do they need that's it right and most people need to take that position too because they'll sit back and wait i think you should have tweeted this man what the fuck what do you do what did you tweet other than tweeting at me other than telling me what to do and i've seen the critique well you know um uh, what's the dude from um seattle richard sherman richard sherman richard sherman he pulled the what about where was black on black mind when my cousin got killed 
you know was well, what was black lives matter then and it's like i know he's speaking from pain but nigga they was marching right somebody like who was at the funeral was nobody at the funeral somebody was who, marching you know what i'm saying like who was just because you didn't hear about it don't mean they wasn't there was all lives matter there was like what is the like what is what is the point of that but some black people have bought into that white supremacy argument that way and for them you know hey all i got is hey good for you dog i'm moving on but for the rest of these people i got these jokes you know and people right. started chiming in um so i said where was black lives matter when steve harvey was trying to read the winner of miss universe oh yeah yeah it was it was lit oh. <laughs> uh everything like you know i was taking uh um you know i have all these gifts from uh, uh gifs or gifs however mm-hmm. you pronounce it um from uh you know from my in my catalog i was rolling them out from like black movies and stuff oh yes like where was black where was black lives matter or where was uh blm when uh keisha shot the roster man in uh new jack city oh oh Mm -hmm. where was they at care his life don't matter record bye bye baby Mm -hmm. i told uh (laughs) i told netta i was sitting in the theater waiting on you what was why didn't you show up (laughs) you just gonna let me sit there wondering if this crime will ever be addressed like but uh yeah it was just it was uh it was ridiculous man but we had some good moments man uh somebody put uh what was black lives matter when jermaine jackson shellacked his head oh yeah that was terrible yeah yeah (laughs) uh what was black lives matter when timberly ate all the chocolate turtles oh hey arnold yeah (laughs) hey arnold uh what was black lives matter when mufasa died right like on black crime so i said (laughs) what was black lives matter when stringer bell got shot where was black lives matter where uh they replaced aunt viv uh so i said where was black lives matter with ray j push princess in the pool on love and hip-hop oh (laughs) and they had to just to go with it oh man so yeah man fuck that lady for um writing that shit um you know just ridiculous people um trying to find a way to take a shot at it they had some good ones yeah like what was blm when judy winslow went to her room and never came back down hmm? Hmm? we still oh. waiting on that girl to come back down oh the baby girl yeah she just disappeared from the show exactly <laughs> like she never existed and that was okay mm-hmm. uh all right man uh, i feel like we need to do some uh uh guess the race and get out of here man we've been this has been a long show oh yeah and i was also in this article um i got interviewed about bernie sanders again um so that that happened uh and i may be going on a podcast to be interviewed about it um so i'll let you guys know um uh, i think yeah progressive army was where i was interviewed um so and i put it out on facebook and stuff like that so uh all right let's do uh let's do some guest the race and then uh we'll get out of here go get some uh brunch or something uh... that's not the song Mm-mm. now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time 
now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist that is correct and today's guess the race is brought to you by bevel mm-hmm this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps get clearer smoother skin with bevel all right black history month is almost over but that doesn't mean you shouldn't feel good for the rest of the year all right i know a lot of you guys shave your faces and you see how terrible it looks afterwards and all you can think is where was black lives matter for this the tragedy that is my skin well bevel says you just need to save yourself go to getbevel.com and use code tbgwt and get 20 percent off of your first month you get a starter kit that comes with a safety razor a shaving brush blades primer oil shaving cream and a cool restoring balm i love it and you will too that's get bevel g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l code t-b-g-w-t um a man was filmed capturing a small shark from the ocean in palm beach florida and snapping selfies with the fish before releasing it why y'all bothering the fish uh he pulled the shark from the water dragged it drug it to the shore <gasps> he then posed with the fish for a few pictures before returning it to the ocean um uh ashley walters who's a who's a uh, news reporter saw it and on her facebook post she states that the clip ended the after the clip ended the shark was put further into the water adding it did not resurface for several minutes it appears that the shark may have been caught using a fishing pole which can be seen in the clip but despite being this being a normal practice for catch and release fishermen uh the public was still outraged you know which i can understand why yeah, I'm walking down the beach and that thing. I know you put up a goddamn shot. We gonna have problems. Uh, well, you know what's funny is that uh, the shark would not have cared much for the people. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like sharks sit around being like, "I'll give this person a chance." Uh, hey, the bitch ass. It'd have been wrong, right? Not to me. Well, not to me I either. It's all. I feel like it's all real in the battlefield. Whether it's man versus shark, shark versus man. Come on, you, 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 you took him out of his front room, so you deserve what you get. So, guess the race of the man who took a picture, took shark selfies. Shark selfies. Uh, deadliest catch, white says Denise. Ah, <laughs> great white man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's better than being a hammerhead man, right? Oh a white man who wouldn't snatch up sharkisha oh and shark on white crime white (laughs) the correct answer is white (laughs) i'll put the this time we got a gif of it uh in the chat so you guys can see it but yeah took some selfies with it and everything that's the Hell whitest yeah. shit ever man right. hey man give that watch this i'm surprised the environmentalist not that well but peter didn't go crazy about some shit like that hand me that shark um a uniformed police officer was spotted uh performing a solo sex act while watching porn 
on the phone in his cop car oh mm-hmm. uh police officer has been accused of performing a solo sex act while watching pornography on his mobile phone in a marked patrol car god damn it oh so he was jacking off yeah in a marked <sighs> patrol car <laughs> marshall harden who was in uniform was allegedly seen by a passerby placed in the car while parked in a public park court documents say the 41 year old was watching adult pornography on his personal phone while rubbing his penis through his uniform pants when uh he said then he, he then said he got to have got out of the police car and exposed himself before touching himself apparently performing the sex act according to so he got caught and then got out and was like you know what let me pull my dick all the way out i need people to see this according to a criminal complaint he then put his penis back in his pants and went into the restroom in the public park to finish damn Uh, so did his dick accidentally fall out and someone just saw it was i thought he was flashing like haha look at my penis but maybe he just like whoops my penis popped out now no i gotta take care of this harden an officer with camden police department in south carolina is alleged to have committed the offense in mid-december the complaint says he has since confessed to the lewd behavior in a sworn written statement uh that's what happens when you uh feel bad after masturbating he's like i, I i'm a pathetic person i'll write it down Harden has been charged with misconduct in the office. If found, if found guilty, he could face up to ten years in prison. So you get more time for that than killing niggas. Wow. He is no longer employed by the force. Wow, that's two things that don't happen when you just kill some black people. Anyway, <laughs> Come on now. that's the race of Marshall Harden. I guess it was a Harden. You know what I'm saying? It was a hard one. It wasn't Marshall Softwin that day. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> uh he was using handcuffs for more than arresting blacks white says denise he beat that dick like it was black but he's white white man who didn't give that get those three free dvds let the it's six free dvds uh let the yogurt fly white blue lives matter white white man jacking off the beyonce's formation video before refusing to protect at the concert (laughs) that's great he was white Not jerking it jerking at work even cops do it apparently so i guess uh he uh gonna have to put in a report tonight for shots fired ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> well that was definitely a white on white crime uh i don't even know what that means he but... white that's burn white there you go thank you there you go. He <laughs> <laughs> just wanted one too. Yep. <laughs> oh. It ain't got to make sense, y'all. It ain't got to make sense. Adorable. All right, guys. <laughs> I want to be famous too. Shit. Bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race that's right bonus round to guess the race double the points double the race so far most people are two for two see if we can keep it going uh shotgun wielded man threatens to kill his girlfriend after becoming jealous of a breastfeeding infant oh was it her baby was it somebody else's baby uh what why would that who why would it matter who it's a fucking baby no matter who the baby was i know 
who who's gonna kill somebody because they're like you letting that baby suck on them titties really that ain't your baby police have arrested a minnesota man pointing a gun at his girlfriend because he was jealous of her nursing infant nicholas george lee meyer 28 of cold spring a city in the central area of the state was arrested after a woman reported years of domestic and physical abuse uh the couple's other children had already been removed from the home and lee meyer criminally charged for abusing them damn what was he still doing in the house the incident happened on the first day the couple was allowed to bring that baby into the home why is that okay that they can bring another child like you have ruined the children that you were trusted with you can just bring in a new one you know they don't even let you get like a new credit card if you got bad credit but you can get bad child credit and just get make another one it don't matter fifth times the charm i'm not gonna molest this one oh lord let me just call no molesters no molesters here we go the woman was sitting on the couch when Lemire became upset that she was paying attention to the baby and not to him. He then blamed her for the children being removed from the home and went to get a 12-gauge shotgun, loaded it and aimed it at her and the baby. He pulled the trigger, but the gun didn't go off. He then got a second gun, a revolver, and said, one bullet is all I need to end this. The woman asked him to let her put the baby in the bed so the child wouldn't be harmed. Wow, that's, that's motherhood for you to be on some like, well, let me put the baby down if you're going to kill me shit nah, shit don't kill the baby too one right. of them gotta survive i would been holding that baby in front of me like you gonna you might hit the baby now yeah you. Mm-mm. that's how that's how that's how different it is when you're not not a parent mm-mm. i would like, threw the ooh. baby at him and ran catch <laughs> lamar has been charged with maliciously punishing a child in april pleading guilty to fifth degree assault oh he would have let that baby drop i wouldn't have threw the baby i see that that wouldn't have worked he shit, a, it have shot the baby in the air i know he was like shot a like, frisbee <laughs> like shot like duck hunt uh the woman said as a result of the couple's five children were all taken from the home oh this really was a six kid the woman said she never reported ongoing abuse because she he had threatened to kill her and the children co-workers told authorities the woman often had bruises and that lee meyer controlled her private life and finances he faces seven years in prison that's it that's it if convicted on charges of assault with a deadly weapon abc6 did not report whether the man owned firearms legally apparently you get more for jacking off yeah don't don't be jacking off in the squad car show you how much they care about women anyway guess the race chat room uh cocoaed by a baby white oh. white white man who would give up his kids before his guns three named white folk kids got taken away but they still have more kids white correct answer is white <laughs> who gets jealous of a fucking baby look over there sucking them titties all good them my titties let me get my gun teach you boss even though you can't understand any of the concept i'm talking about and that is how you get sustenance i don't care you like uh, you enjoying them titties a little too damn much boy with that smile on your face right or a girl he's like maybe it's a baby girl he's like look at my daughter already a lesbian <laughs> sick of this shit uh all right guys so ratchetness father of three gurjit johal 
who had downed six pints and two vodkas at the hen and chickens in the hilltop west bromwich what a name after earlier drinking at a wedding reception swung a three-foot bladed weapon at rival daljit singh during the trouble in the park in a pub car park uh wolverhampton crown court heard what was his blood level i don't know all these names made me think harry potter showed up ah the 34 year old missed and the other man grabbed the sword with one hand at the top and the other at the base of the blade explained mr paul farrell prosecuting mr singh received cuts to his hands legs and legs during the struggle with his attacker uh who fled as police arrived the defendant threw the sword into a flower bed but it was recovered by a dog handler he used it to provide the scent of the unwanted man who was found by the dog hiding under a car joe hall had earlier been ushered outside after being punched in the face when trouble flared in the pub shortly before 2 a.m the defendant claimed he to have stopped talk stopped to talk to friends after leaving the scene and then returned to the pub he allegedly took a ceremonial sword from one of them to prevent it being used only to take a swipe at mr singh with the weapon when two rival groups some armed confronted each other outside the pub in the early hours of october 5 2014 mr gurdeep garcha uh defending said although he launched the sword of the victims the injuries were not serious ordinarily he is decent a decent hard-working and respectable man he has real potential real ability which makes what he did all the more unfathomable things escalated in a matter of moments yeah well i don't give a fuck if he was an accountant he's a goddamn sword criminal now ah uh, yes he is you know what that means he's an accountant no 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 you a goddamn sword Mm-mm. ratchet criminal they could do taxes yeah. but i don't care right you ain't never gonna be in my h&r block nope all right guys we'll be back tomorrow um hope you enjoy not watching the oscars tonight or you know if you are watching hope you enjoy chris's monologue but uh we'll be back tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.